This podcast replay is brought to you by Walton Rayom. Call for a free consultation, 954-966-4646. At Walton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. Welton Rayom handles property damage claims due to a hurricane. Welton Rayom can help. 954-966-4646. Right, all right, all right. There you go. All right, all right. Hey, uh, Mac, just so you can learn a little bit, uh, they traded and gave it to him because he's a pass rusher. That's Chubb, bro. You trade for pass rushers and corners and quarterbacks and and uh, number one wide receivers. Those top five positions, Mac, so you'll learn, you do trade for that, my brother. Okay? You, you might want to learn a little football there, Mac. Okay? You do trade. For the five most important positions, you trade picks and you give up salaries. Outside of those top five positions, no, not so much. That's why the running back stuff last year was complete horseshit, Mac. But, hey, thanks for playing. All right, let's get to it. Welton Rayom, call him 954-966-4646. Bankruptcy, condo damage, personal injury, homeowner property damage. Save that number, 954-966-4646. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? I'm doing well. I checked out some draft prospects training locally this week at uh, at uh, Bomberitos in, in Aventura. So uh, getting a head start on that, uh, which, I mean, he, he always has a lot of guys. He had 25 guys uh going in the uh, think was it just the combine or, or the the draft overall uh so i mean a lot of prospects uh just wrote a thing about uh, jarvis brownlee a local cornerback who uh, got shot as a kid and then uh it inspired him so uh but yeah and then next week is the combine so uh keeping an eye on uh, everything miami dolphins as uh that's always a big week as far as news coming out you hear from mike mcdaniel for the first time since the season ended here from chris greer for the first time since that end of season press conference so um a lot about to go down now this next week so let me ask you yesterday uh media all over was entertaining the silliness of Mike Tannenbaum, who constantly throws mm-hmm. out shit out there that makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, and so there's no shot that they would ever trade Waddle. So I'm not sure why anybody would bring it up. I get why Mike Tannenbaum would bring it up, because he doesn't really have a pulse, uh, a good feel for any of this shit <laughs> as it is. So I'm just wondering, um, what'd you think of all that crap? Yeah, uh, very interesting that, that this gets uh, thrown out. Uh, so the the thing is, I, I know there's been a little talk about oh well, it could work if they tr- if the Dolphins were to try to break up Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle because they're so similar. If you have a, a separate receiver that complements the other better, but here's the thing: you need Tyree Kill now because he is uh, I mean well, he's the number one receiver. He led the league in receiving and uh, flirted with 2,000 yards before he got hurt toward the end of the year. You need him now if you're in this win now mode and window that you're currently in. Yes. And then once Tyree Kill moves on and he's older and he's already even last year he had a target retirement date after 10 years so then that's when you need Jalen Waddle to be the number one uh, and while you can have both you want both uh, especially for uh for Tua Tungavailoa to maximize everything that he's able to do with the so let's just get um, rid of duper you only need Clayton is that what we're gonna do so let's just get rid of let's just get rid of Torrey Holt you only need Isaac Bruce is that, is that is that what we're talking about now? I mean, really, seriously, I so. like, I, I mean, like, I, like, what what kind of stupid shit is this, bro? You 
that that's the reason why your offense is so potent. You have two guys that scare the shit out of people, dude. And that's what Duper and Clayton used to do, scare the shit out of people on a consistent basis. That's what you want. If you only have one, by the way, just to inform Mike Tannenbaum and any other local media member that wants to entertain this silliness, now all of a sudden you can roll the safety over to Tyreek, you can, you can bracket him, you can. now you become a lot more easier to defend. But when you have Duper and Clayton... It's impossible to defend. When you have Waddle and Tyreek, it's impossible to defend. When you have Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce, it's impossible to defend. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. You have Ayuk, you have Debo Samuel, you have Wilk, you have uh, uh, so, um, the uh, Kittle. Kittle. I mean, yeah. are, are McCaffrey you, out of the backfield. And McCaffrey out of the backfield. So let's get rid of one of them. No, no. <laughs> you don't get rid of weapons, dude. I mean, you know, Dan Fouts dropped back and it was John Jefferson, Charlie Joyner, and uh, Lofton. So what are we gonna do? Get rid of one of them? No, dude, you got three monsters. Oh, and yeah, I had Kellen Winslow too, by the way, at tight end. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I I've been watching this since I was a child. <laughs> when you have two guys, that's, that's just there's you, you don't think of destroying that, dude. You you build on that kind of shit. You know what I mean? I I just. And it's a tandem that has uh, created such a large percentage of the Dolphins' target share. So that's a, an incredibly huge void that is created if one of them – and, of course, there's no no one's trying to argue that you get rid of one and then, you know, to replenish elsewhere or stock up draft picks, whatever you, you want to say, and then don't uh, fill up on the back end of bringing in other receivers. But you already have a great tandem there together as it is that's that's been growing in the same offense that Mike McDaniel will now uh, have them for a third consecutive year, that Tua will have them for a third consecutive year, that duo in Jalen Waddle's case, uh, even one more year with Tua uh, back before Mike and, and Tyreek got there. So you just keep building on that. And then what you want is a third option in the passing game to go with them. That's why we talk about, like on this show, is uh, whether you can get that tight end, whether you, it's a third receiver. Because Tyreek Hill, even in Kansas City, he always had Travis Kelsey there with him. Uh, so it's not it was, so it wasn't a second receiver per se, but it was that second big time passing uh, target option. So uh, yeah, I mean, th- these things, they, they work in tandem. So uh, just why, why break it up now? No, that's why none of this makes any sense. Plus, by the way, you got to pay Waddle next year. Uh, so the Chiefs have all these cap issues. They're going to pick up a guy that they have, and then they're going to get rid of one of their corners. Like, okay, they have the best pair of young corners in the NFL. Uh, that's another thing you don't break up. You don't break up Sam Madison and Pat Sertan. You build around Pat, Mad- Pat, Pat and Sam. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's what, by the way, besides Mahomes and Chris Jones, uh, the other reason why you won the Super Bowl, it's those two corners. Those two mm-hmm. corners are nasty, bro. Nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think it makes sense on, on either end. No, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever. For either and, team. <laughs> and for anybody locally here to be entertaining this silliness is just ridiculous. Now, Let's get to the one that makes a little sense. Here's a duo that you do want to break up. (laughs) The Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer one. Yes, I do, actually. I do want to break it up because I don't think it's worth the money that they're going to pay him. And uh, I, I trust Dan Graziano. Okay, Unlike Mike Tannenbaum, I do trust Dan Graziano. So 
I'm going to respect what he reported, but I'm going to hold reservation on it and say, I need to see it to believe it because there's no way they tag him. And then they're able to have the flexibility they need the entire offseason to do the things that they need to do. So to me, that's where I disagree with the report. I'm not saying it's wrong only because it's Dan Graziano and I, and I have respect for him. If it was maybe, there might be a couple other guys on, 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 that, on that network that I might challenge and say, nah, that's horse shit. But that guy, I give him, I give him props because he's good. I just, I, fiscally, I just don't think it works, to be quite honest. I don't think you will have the flexibility you need uh, to go find what you need in free agency and then to re-sign everything that you need to re-sign at the same time if you tag Wilkins. So you tell me, what do you think about that report? And here's the other thing that he did mention was that he started off, the question was about using the franchise tag, uh, but then he noted as he went on that it probably makes more sense if you are going to, uh, if you do want to keep him and tag him, that it makes most sense to sign him to the long-term extension where the front end of the contract, it ends up being uh, better for you financially under the cap uh, room and that so that then you could actually build off of that, give yourself more leeway than uh, the 20 million that it requires to tag. And that's on, on this. Uh, so season. yeah, basically his report was either either way, either either thing happens, right? That's the way yeah. I understood. They, they don't plan that the Dolphins don't plan on letting him leave oh. Miami, and uh, from the other perspective to to what you have presented is that this is a foundational piece to this rebuild from the very start of it, 2019, uh, when th- there was that tank year where then Brian Flores ended up getting them to the five wins. That was their first draft pick, first first round draft pick of that whole run. And then 2020, the big draft class, another one in 21, then the shift to now you have your core. So then you start adding the veteran pieces, the Ty- making trades like for Tyreek Hill, for Jalen Ramsey, Teron Armstead in free agency, uh, building with uh, with the pieces you already had in place before that, like Xavier Howard and so on. So uh, it, it, would, it would just be contrary to what you've built to then let the foundational piece of that first first round pick from this era, just uh, just go by the wayside. Um, and he's a guy that's been reliable for you. He's barely ever missed a game. Uh, and uh, he added the interior pass rush this season. Always been a great uh, run defender. Now, of course, you've always mentioned that he's, he did a little bit more of it when it was against the bad teams instead of uh, when the Dolphins needed him most, and that's a fair point as well. So things to weigh out. But then if you if you plan on bringing him back, then why not just do it on the long-term extension? Now, it will cost you a lot now because he did get those sack numbers. So now whatever number he was expecting before, he's only expecting a bigger number now uh, this time around when they go back to the negotiating table. So it's going to cost you a lot. But if you backload it, it's uh, team-friendly on the front end. That helps you for the, the time being, which is this win-now window that you've created anyway. And then you kick the can down the road for all these headaches that are going to come anyway and just come uh, storming down on, on the organization with the cap-ocalypse uh, that, that will ensue in all likelihood. Then if you just stack all of them for the future days and then you end up having to do what the Rams did, like you know letting Jalen Ramsey go, making decisions that way, then uh, that's what you have to do for the future. But well, I, hey, listen, you, if you win the title, I don't care what happens after exactly. that. Exactly, the Rams did that too. The yeah, Rams did that in twenty-one. Right. Yeah, and I don't, I don't have a problem with what the Rams did, dude. As long as you win yeah. the title, and then you have to deal with you know cleaning out and all that crap, and you got to deal with a couple of years of 
you know, kind of like what they had to do when, when they took over and got rid of Indomitian Sioux and Tannehill and all those deadbeat contracts that they had to, I think when they, when they got rid of Sioux, the two dead years after that were 13 and 19 million of dead space with Sue, you know? So that, those are the things, but they didn't win a title. And that's the difference. Whereas yeah. the, with the Rams, brother, you can happily go backwards as long as you win the title. That's, that's the one thing we wanted. So, And the Dolphins to this point have only gotten to the wild card round, have not even won a playoff game right. yet. I know a lot of circumstances that led to it, especially this past season, but, and then even the Rams, Two years later, they're right back in the playoffs. NFC, a little bit easier to get in, but uh, they, they were right back in it and a, a fairly competitive team. Yeah. So when it's all said and done now, you hear what Graziano says. What do you think happens? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of keeping them around. Uh, but which just, one happens? Does mm-hmm. it, Do they do – because they, uh, I don't think they can tag him. I don't think it, right. it – I think it cripples their entire offseason if they tag him. Because I know you're going to free up money with X, but that won't come till June. I know you're going to give two a contract, so that'll free up money right yeah. away. You're not bringing back probably Jerome Baker, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, Cedric Wilson. So there's a you know there's salaries that you're going to be able to open up space. So I understand that, but you know I just think that because you're going to want to make some moves and you're going to need to resign some of your own people, very importantly, I. I I just don't see a tag. Yeah, and, that's and why. I, yeah, I, I just have a. I really. I and if you weren't willing to pay him last year, why would you be willing to pay him this year? I don't understand that one. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think I think there's a difference between willing. I think the Dolphins were willing, just not at the price that uh, right. that Wilkins and his representation were were looking for. So uh, I, I believe Chris Greer even said at his end of season news conference that when they were. Uh, in those talks that, uh, that the two sides agreed it was a fair offer, but that his representation was looking for even more than that. Uh, I think they were anticipating that he was going to show the interior pass rush, which uh, he had not presented yet, like the other big-time defensive tackles that had gotten their money to that point. So now he did uh, end up at least putting that on paper on the record. He got the nine sacks in a season, which – uh, what, you know, whichever teams they came against, and that is still an impressive number, and a guy who has uh, been reliable for you in the run game, and just his availability uh, over time as well. So, so I do see it. I, yeah, I agree with you on on the franchise tag because that's very costly. A team that's already fifty two million over the cap. That's another twenty. Now you're into the seventies of what you have to uh, account for. Not going to uh, happen. Not yeah, gonna happen. The, the restructures and all that. It gets you a big chunk of that, but still not that far. So I think in the end, uh, with uh, an extension with a lo- or a long-term deal, I should say, uh, that's friendly at the beginning, that would be uh, the ideal scenario. But then if they are indeed priced out, then uh, they will be uh, looking elsewhere. So it's got to be at the right price that both teams can, can – or both sides can agree on. But uh, Does he end yeah. up here? Does he end up here? Does, what does your gut tell you? Because I still think he's gone. Damn it, I'm going to say yes. Okay, good. Uh, with the deal. Yeah. Good, good. All right, somebody's got to be wrong, so we got to have fun with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit this. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to be wrong with it, so we got to have fun with it. It's a classic. Yeah, you, you, you take the either side. The, the two sides uh, each take a different side. Exactly. All right, what classic. are you working on this Sun Sentinel so uh, Doll fans can check you out? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was just uh, checking out some prospects, so I got a, a series of stories on uh, different prospects that – 
uh, Dolphins could be looking at. I just mentioned Jarvis Brownlee. Uh, so um, uh, he's, he plays cornerback, a local kid too. So if Dolphins are moving on from eggs and probably need some competition, whether it's at slot or anywhere else, uh, he could be a guy uh, later on uh, in the draft. And he has an inspirational story there as well, where uh, he was uh, in a car uh, with uh, with the target of a, of a shooting, and he ended up getting hit when he was just in third grade. Uh, that inspired him to uh, to get to where he's at right now. Uh, saw a lot of different guys. Uh, Christian Mahogany, Boston College guard. So if the Dolphins uh, need either a left guard or they are unable to sign Robert Hunt, he could be a guy. He's one of the higher uh, end, higher rated guards in the draft. Uh, so uh, working on uh, reeling out all that and then getting up to uh, previewing the combine, which is a big week uh, next week. All right, there you go. Have you gotten your polygon yet? No, no, because yeah, I'm still, I, I'm st- I still haven't downloaded my uh, my crypto.com. I, I need to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing with you, brother. All right, follow him on <laughs> Twitter know. at David Veronis underscore. <laughs> catch his work there at the South Florida Sun Sentinel. David, as always, thank you, my brother. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up next week. Yes, sir. Likewise. You got it. Hey, Welton Realm, folks. Listen, storms are coming. Now, I know that the normal season is back in May and June, July and all that, but we get hit by storms now and it's just, it happens out of nowhere. And then water damage comes with that. And then you're gonna call the insurance companies and I want you to do, not do that. That's the worst thing you can do. You wanna first call Welton Realm and with the new laws that have been put in place that uh, Mr. DeSantis put us, the consumer at a disadvantage, the most important thing is to have the right lawyers in place and the right people in your corner. So maybe you don't need it right now, but you may need it down the line. Save it. 954-966-4646. Jeff Welt, Daniel Rayom will help you out. Condo damage, criminal defense, business owner claims, personal injury, you name it. Bankruptcy, call Welt and Rayom. 954-966-4646.